What are you able to build with your blocks? Castles and palaces, temples and docks. Rain may keep raining and others go roam, but I can be happy building at home. Robert Louis Stevenson's poem, Block City, written in the 1800s, lured many a young mind into the business, present host included. Building is objective, one truth, brick and mortar, an industry built on axiomatic truths. Case in point, business does not long tolerate voids. Just as the world's natural processes go to work to fill a dirt hole, so does business naturally navigate toward filling market need. Today's guest offers an exciting glimpse into a segment of development that has fascinated me for, well, maybe from the first time I read Stevenson's poem. The modular construction market, like all inventions, is an idea that has continued to mature since the 1600s, when homes in England were disassembled and shipped to America. Fast forward through the gold rush, where homes were assembled in New York factories and shipped to California, and here we are. As with any innovation, we've come a long way. Business does not long tolerate vacuums, and the market is determined to perfect the modular construction process in order to overcome labor shortages, supply chain delays, achieve economies, and more. Modular construction is projected to reach a market value of $115 billion by 2028. Here today to give us an insider perspective on modular housing within the apartment space is Vaughn Buckley, CEO of Volumetric Building Companies. Vaughn, welcome to the show. Pleasure to be here, Linda. Thanks for having me. What do we need to know about your company, VBC? I think the, uh, the easiest way to, to think about VBC is, is vertical integration. We provide services from concept to keys. So uh, land entitlement, architecture and engineering, design services through to manufacturing of modular components, transport and, and installation. So really soup to nuts services, um, although all of them are available a la carte, we perform sort of our, our best operations when, when we can get into a project at, at the concept stage and see it through to completion. Many of our viewers have never been involved with a modular project. What must they know? Yeah, I think the easiest way to think about modular projects is, is to separate them from some of the other off-site construction opportunities that we all use every day, like um, um, HVAC or parts that are produced in, in factories and then sent to the job site. Modular construction really just takes a lot of those components and, and aggregates them together. Um, you know, I think the simplest analogy that uh, that explains this is, is Lego blocks. Each apartment is a Lego block and they're installed together to create a, a single cohesive building. Uh, so we produce entire apartments or in the case of hospitality, hotel rooms or student housing dorm rooms in a single module and they're delivered to the site and installed uh, to create a building. Factory built housing comes in two types, wall panels and three-dimensional modules. VBC uses three-dimensional. Why is that? Yeah, so I think that um, the question really comes down to what problem you're solving. So, you know, two-dimensional uh, panelization of buildings is, is a really efficient method to produce structure, right? You produce walls, floors, ceilings. Um, things that may be hard for you to produce in the field, either you can't get the labor or you can't find the quality that you want or you need it done really quickly. And panelization is a great use for that. 
where three-dimensional volumes sort of change the world uh, in, in, in relation to offsite manufacturing is that we add all of the other labor and skilled trades into the module as well. So while 2D might help you with structure, i.e. your framers, it doesn't help you with your plumbing, your electrical, your flooring, your finishing, your painting, your sprinkler systems, or your HVAC. Uh, once you add those complexities, a module is much more complete. So our apartments are being delivered 80, 90% complete and, and really only having connection work done in the hallways. And that's a big difference from the two-dimensional world. The inherent difficulty with factory-built modules is stockpiling the completed modules and transporting them to the construction site. Have you solved this issue? I won't say that we've solved it, but I'll say there are many minds working on, on, on resolving it. And, and the way that we feel it's best approached is with a cohesive solution. Um, when somebody wants to work with modules, it can become very overwhelming. They have a factory to hire. They have to find someone who's going to move it with trucks, somebody who'll set it with cranes and somebody who'll finish it in the field. By combining those services into a single company, you allow your customer to buy a product from you instead of a service. And I think that's really where we differentiate. I mentioned shipping homes across the country in the opening. That was a far different time. In today's space and time, there's a practical limitation on the distance your modules can be shipped. How do you deal with that? Yeah, I think there's a couple of different ways that you can you can deal with it. And, and some of them are market driven and some of them are, are logistically driven. So the market might say, for example, that you can ship 2,000 miles before it doesn't make sense economically. That doesn't mean that you have enough trucks to move 300 modules 2,000 miles away apiece. You know, you put the, put the rough math into that and you say, okay, that's 600,000 trucking miles to get those modules to where they need to go. And then you need to bring the trailers back. So now it's 1.2 million miles. Add to that a few escort cars and you're over a couple of million miles of transport to make a project move. So that's where you start to get into logistical limitations. So what I find is when you balance those two things, you balance the market and you balance the logistics, you're best to locate your modules within one day's drive of your facility. That allows you to turn your trucks, your trailers, your equipment, and your people in a way that allows them to have the most, uh, the most comfort and most efficiency. Uh, so most of our factories are located within one day's drive of the, of the markets they're serving. Many of your module projects contain site-built components beyond the foundation. Is this typical? And what building elements are included in the site build component? Yes, yeah, so there's, there's a few different ways to approach this. And, and, and VBC looks at it a little differently. We talked a, a bit earlier about how we have this product mentality, right? We want our clients to receive something, i.e. a building. We don't want them to receive modules. So the difference there is that we think about the building as a system. It's not just components that put it together. So we like to build, for example, our elevator shafts and our stair towers inside the building and inside our modules. Um, a lot of others uh, will build them separately. They'll site build components that include stairs, elevators, anything that's unique in the building. They'll want to build that on site. Um, we tend towards the other direction. We want our client to receive a product, so we want to build everything we can into the modules. There's always going to be site-built elements. The foundation, as you noted, the facade is usually on site as well. Roof connections and utility connections are always going to have to be done on site. But the more that we put into the modules, the better service we can provide our customers and the closer we can shift our industry towards that product mentality. You recently sold your module manufacturing factory in North Carolina and purchased a Katera factory 
in California that builds cabinets, trusses, and panelized building components. Does this indicate a change in direction for VBC? It doesn't. It's an expansion for us. So we are transitioning out of our North Carolina facility to relocate to a Pennsylvania facility. But that facility in North Carolina is still operating and will be throughout the majority of the year. So we actually just closed on our newest facility, so we can announce it here in Pennsylvania and Berwick. Uh, we just we just purchased a factory, formerly the Deluxe and iBuilt facility up there, and we will be now running modules out of our Pennsylvania factory as well. The reason sort of brings us back to that last question about being within one day's drive of your customers. North Carolina is simply too far away to appropriately service Philadelphia and other states in a market where trucking and logistics has tightened so much over the last two or three years, we need to locate closer to our clients. So we're doing the same thing in California. Uh, we used to ship modules from Pennsylvania all the way to all the way to Colorado. Um, and now uh, having a West Coast factory allows us to serve the markets that we're in. So it's an expansion in product, it's an expansion in services, and it's an expansion in location, uh, but it is not a change in direction. Well, speaking of expansion, VBC recently merged with Polcom, a Polish company specializing in steel frame modular construction for hotels. How will this merger affect your U.S. business? So the U.S. business is is now a global business. Uh, It's headquartered in Philadelphia, and the Polish entity is operationally managed and controlled from here in Philadelphia, where I am today. So our headquarters and and our strategic leadership is is U.S.-based. And we have uh, the Polish operations producing components in hotels for uh, the UK market, Scandinavia, and even the Middle East. I know there are many benefits that compress time to market and create other efficiencies in modular. Give us a few that builders should consider when choosing modular. I think that there's a few, and it'll all depend on where you're building as to which benefits are most important to you. In in urban environments like LA, San Francisco, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., our benefits are uh, are present in both time and in cost. Um, you know, in those environments where, where local labor is, is very difficult to come by and also very expensive, we can be a more efficient and cost-effective product. Um, however, no matter where you build, we are always going to save time. And that's the most consistent function across all of our markets is that we're gonna be about half the time. And we've proven this over and over again. It's always nice to build a project across the street from the same size project, one with offsite construction and one with onsite construction, and just to see the difference. So we are almost always half the time. And that's because we're able to be building the modules in a factory at the same time somebody is working on the foundation in the field, which is simply impossible to do if you're constructing onsite because you have to have the foundation before put anything on it right so that's where our uh, that's where our big difference comes into play and when we're talking about the crisis around the u.s right now for housing and the shortage that we're facing getting twice as many houses built in half the time is a big deal assets aren't exposed to the elements as they are in traditional building methods this makes a difference in the resilience of an asset when you think about uh, a site construction project oftentimes you're building the structure first, the wood frame of the building or the steel frame of the building. And then you're trying to get to weather in, you know, you're trying to get your exterior facade on, you're trying to get a roof to make sure the rest of the building doesn't continue to get wet. In a factory, we're never going to get wet. So we don't have the same goal. So we start with what takes us the longest to build, which is usually the interior finishing, which means that the first day you have a modular construction project on the factory line, it's painted because that takes the longest. So it's a completely different way of thinking about construction. We do it in a sequence that that, that is 
efficient to manufacture, not efficient to weather protect. And that makes a big difference on the time and amount of hours it takes to finish a project. Well, Vaughn, we appreciate your ingenuity at filling in America's most pressing void, housing. Great show. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for joining us today. We value your time and work to provide valuable content that will elevate your business and make it more profitable. If you succeed, our country succeeds. Stable housing is key to a stable nation built at the hands of private industry compelled by market principles. Good housing is of immeasurable value to a nation. Some things will never change. Until next time, I'm Linda Hoffman for NAHB Power Hitters.